Welcome to Em and Sue Watch Dollhouse podcast where Emily and I are watching Dollhouse both for the first time. Today we are going to be talking about episodes 9 and 10 of season 1, um, A Spy in the House of Love and Haunted. I'm Sue. I'm Em. to say thank you netflix <laughs> totally spoiled me on who miss lonely hearts was did you see that no the like screenshot of miss lonely of um spy in the house of love is is it her and victor her and victor in bed oh i didn't notice that so i saw that and i'm like oh, oh this I... is gonna be a... i just guessed it right away and i was like Stupid Netflix! Oh, I had no idea because I really thought it was the old lady, and I was like, "We were right." I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, as the as the episode progressed, I went, "Oh, it really does sound like it's that old lady we described." Yeah. And then there it was. Yeah, Netflix did that. The screenshot they used for mm. whatever episode Paul and Melly get together in oh the screenshots a picture of them in bed i so didn't notice that I, one i saw that and went well okay i guess i got it together <laughs> and i don't i definitely don't i make sure when i'm scrolling down to pick my new episode i do it really slow so i don't see the ones beneath it same but when you click it and it's before the picture shows up it's just a big your screen is just a big shot of that snapshot. Right. And that's when I caught it. I need to be more careful about that. Yeah, I, I'm i glad I didn't I didn't notice it. I must have been writing down the episode title in my notebook or something. They spoil a big plot point. I know I was annoyed at them when we were doing Buffy. In season two, the big angel reveal mid-season um Mm -hmm. it's a it's in surprise or something it's just a shot of like angel holding willow hostage and vamp face and you're like (laughs) way to go guys (laughs) looks needs to be more careful well they Use a picture of Spike and Angel for Angel, and I was always like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix is the biggest spoiler we got. (laughs) Don't look at the pictures. (laughs) Oh, man, that makes me laugh. All the rigmarole I did trying to keep that secret. (laughs) And it worked. And succeeded. (laughs) Worth every drop of sweat. (laughs) Yep. Oh, I was just thinking of that the other day for some reason. The uh the what you and B put me through with that first episode. Neither <laughs> 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 of you could just watch it. We fall asleep thinking harmony was the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love it, B. <laughs> 
so funny. <laughs> then I had to worry about you spoiling the <laughs> I know. It's like, you can't write that stuff. That No. <laughs> that happened. That for was real, real life drama <laughs> unfolding. <laughs> As was our mom dying right in season five. <laughs> yeah. That stuff you can't write or predict. Nope. That, that was a crazy little... Uh, that was a fun Buffy rewatch. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Lots happened. <laughs> uh, but we are so hidden. Funny story about that. Or even, like, more hard to find than I thought. Oh, really? Because for some reason in iTunes, our podcast isn't labeled anymore. I think it was at one point. I swear it was. Oh, really? Instead of Sue Watches Buffy, it says, no title. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably change that. You can't even search for it. <laughs> My podcast name. <laughs> we should probably change that then. Yeah, I need to call tabs. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but it happened. <laughs> I just noticed it the other day. Wow, oh, that's funny. Somebody in another group I was in asked me what my podcast was called, and, or linked to it or something, and so I linked to it, and it says, no title. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's this one. Shh. <laughs> don't, don't tell anybody. <laughs> A podcast that is not here. <laughs> we don't want anyone to know. <laughs> don't even think about listening to it. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, so if you're looking for Sue Watches Buffy, you're not going to find it. And if you're listening to this, you are an elite group. <laughs> I don't. I really don't know how many listeners we have because I've lost the ability to do that, too. I had it for a few weeks there. Well, we know we have like four. <laughs> <laughs> Four or five that I could think of. <laughs> we got four emails, so that's about it. Yep. No, a few months ago it was more than that. I don't remember how much it was. It was definitely more than that. But oh, okay. I think it was under 100, though. It's a tight group. It's a tight group. All right. Should we get started? A hundred still seems like a lot to me, though. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. So I'll start with Harold's. Uh, yep. Okay. Fireworks. I'm calling the police. Oh, yeah. They can only do it for a couple days after and a couple days before. Do they know how much my dog hates it? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, okay. Hold on. Oh, wait. I'm in his recap email. Can you do it? Start it and stuff? You can do it. If you have trouble, let me know. Alright. She always likes me to get her showers and baths started. Oh. <laughs> She's gonna try on her own. <laughs> she can do it. 
Um, okay, so this is Harold's imprint on Spy in the House of Love and Haunted. So he says, A Spy in the House of Love. The reveal that DeWitt is Miss Lonely Hearts is a nice twist. Um, Enver, <laughs> I'm just going to say Joke Jokeage. He says, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name. The actor who plays Victor once again was perfect as the dashing romantic partner with a trace of a British accent. I got a chuckle out of the idea that DeWitt had Victor imprinted as James Bond, or since his name is Roger, perhaps he was Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought that way too. Um, yeah, more and more. That guy, I just, I'm really impressed with his acting. Yeah, yeah, He's I like good. him. He's really good. Um, he says, by the way, Enver has been in several shows, including Agent Carter and Rizzoli and Islis. How do you say that? Isles? Is it like island? Isles? I-S-L-E-S. I know that's a show. I've just never seen it. I've never seen any of them. No. Um, I also like Sierra's spy adventure. Apparently all Asian women look close enough alike so long as they wear the same clothes and hairstyle. <laughs> I know. That is not true, though. I know. They don't. She has a very unique facial structure. She does. And they... And not at all like the other girls. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that... The Asian community was probably like, come on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they deserve to. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, yeah, I think they could have done a better job at casting the other, because I didn't think they looked alike at all. Yeah, but how, like, how much would we have had to stretch to, like, be like, oh, they had a girl that looked exactly like her anyway, so this is great. Yeah, that's true, but... It's not good. No. And she didn't look like her. No. When she was looking down, very down, you could... Kind of. But I don't think she would have fooled any co-worker, especially like... No way could she fool a co-worker. No way. Which she was, right? Well, she was amongst her office, and they they were talking to her. A couple of them did quickly. I think the one that spent the most time with her was, like, the guy that let her in to that room to get the file, and he didn't seem to know her. I don't know. It, it was bad. It was dumb. But I did like the spy stuff, too. I thought the technology was kind of fun to watch, you know? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, he says, consent continues to be an issue in these episodes. Last time we had Hearn raping Sierra. Now we have DeWitt repeatedly booking Victor for getaway trysts. It is a little different in that Hearn was taking advantage of Sierra in her tabula. There you go, Catherine. <laughs> Ross estate. <laughs> <laughs> And inflicting emotional damage, whereas DeWitt apparently is not. Although she may be affecting Victor's brain by repeatedly imprinting him with the same identity. Yeah. yeah it's gross. <laughs> that, it 
it sure made me want to like watch the previous episodes and see how she interacted with them. Right. Because yeah, that's that is gross. It's gross and wrong on levels. Wrong. And just sad. <laughs> so pathetic and sad, yes. You just think, how does that fulfill you at all, knowing what he is? That's You gotta really shush your brain. Uh-huh. Yeah, and to imprint him with, you know, thinking that she's the perfect woman and blah, blah, blah. That's just, uh, it's just gross. To her benefit, I suppose, him saying that really did seem to kind of skeeve her out a little bit. I think so. And made her stop, apparently, but... Yeah, no. That's just sad. It is. Man, that's sad. It, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, also uncomfortable is Ballard having sex with Melly, knowing that she is a doll. Here, the issue of consent cuts both ways. Since he may feel compelled to have sex with her against his will in order to fool the dollhouse. Yeah, man, that was heavy stuff. <sighs> yeah, it was. That was really, really heavy stuff to me. Yeah. What he had to go through in this episode, these two episodes. Yeah, because basically he does kind of, he has to have sex with her so that she doesn't get suspicious. She doesn't get weird. suspicious that he knows, yeah. And that, you know, like, the people at the dollhouse monitor what happens to her. Right. So if he's all of a sudden weird, right. not right. only will it make her weird, but they'll find out and wonder why he's weird. They'll then, find out and trigger her to kill him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that brings a lot of weird things to the table for him. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like it though. I like that you know we're oh yeah these little it's great to watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not real, so you know exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. It, it brings up interesting uh, points to think about and talk about. Right. Um, he says the attic which was described as a place where you can't quite get those words off the tip of your tongue sounds a lot, a lot like how they described a person's mind after glory had sucked their brain oh does it I don't know it turned Tara into a little baby <laughs> <laughs> so you may not like the attic episode <laughs> Just everyone's babies. <laughs> Baby Terras. <laughs> um, I'm still very curious about the attic, though. I picture them all up in the attic sitting like mannequins. That's exactly, yeah. Just kind of catatonic. Yeah, like turned off until they're required. Right, exactly. But, I don't know, maybe they wander around up there, do yoga. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, 
I'm curious what you thought of the reveal that Dominic was a mole for the NSA, not to bring the dollhouse down, but to help keep the technology from being exposed and perhaps to guide it for government uses. I find it believable in that I can imagine all sorts of great espionage uses for the dollhouse technology. I just haven't seen any tip-off, and this time I knew it was coming. Yeah, I was very surprised that he was the mole and that he works for the NSA. Now, the NSA is that weird branch of the FBI with guns and alcohol? No? No. What is the NSA? That's the uh, ATF. Um, NSA is the National Security Administration, I think. Um, They're the ones who run, like, airport checks and screenings and stuff. Okay. Isn't that NSA? Yeah. So, yeah, it's national security. I'm gonna say Are they the ones that run this? I guess the Secret Service is just their own branch, right? I, yeah. They're, they might be, like, a part of the NSA. No, I think Secret Service is part of the FBI, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I could ask Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, um, yeah, so he works for the NSA, which is a federal, you know. Right. I know it. I just, I right. get them all. Con- I know. I don't normally get them all confused. But I think that that guns and I don't know, I just, I got it confused with it for a little while. Got and there. this, this reveal about Dominic was fairly confusing for me. Just. Why is he doing this? A little confusing. So, I think he was sent, so he worked for the NSA. His assignment was to, like, infiltrate the dollhouse and, yeah, to keep it from being exposed so that the government could use their technology eventually. Okay. That's why he hated Echo so much, because... She was kind of a rogue doll, you know. She right would think of think on her own, or you know. I guess I just kind of have always, in the back of my mind, thought of Dollhouse as kind of like a government thing, right? But it's Branch not almost, it's, but it's not. It's owned by a Rossum, so like I kind of knew that, but you always think the government's involved anyway. I know, you know I, I know, yeah, yeah. And I guess they were with Dominic, but I don't know. Right. So it's as if some big drug company, like, I don't know, what's a drug company in the, like a real, like Pfizer or something? Uh-huh. It's okay. like as if they run and own the dollhouse and then the government was like, they're doing some smart stuff here. We need to learn, you know? Gotcha. My so, feelings... Yeah. Personally, about Dominic is one, I never guessed it'd be him. No. And two, I thought that was awesome. How he had Sierra do like a fake one, but Topher had Echo do it and Echo figured it out. I just <laughs> love that. I did too. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was good. That's good stuff. Yep. Um, I used a different... Here, this is just a little aside. (laughs) 
I used it for a notebook, so I didn't have my five likes and dislikes. Did you do them? Oh, crap. No, I forgot. <laughs> In tradition, we both forgot. Because <laughs> if you were going to do them, I'd try and think of five as we were talking. But I can nah. probably come up with five. But yeah. yeah, we'll do it next time. Well, we promise. If you forget, then good. Fair game. We both forgot. Yep. Let me look at Harold's feedback. Okay, he didn't do them either, so no guilt. <laughs> it's a, been a weird, stressful week for me. <laughs> My <laughs> yeah. focus has been, like, all over the place. <laughs> As has mine. I yes. don't have a house thing, but I'm I'm a little off. <laughs> Emily wants to go to a deserted island and be alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's summertime. Emily has kids. <laughs> And now I'm remembering why, like, purchasing a house is, like, one of the top three most stressful events. Like, whenever you see a list of, like, there's, like, you know, death of a spouse, death of a parent, right. you know, getting fired. Buying a house. house. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember why. <laughs> um, okay. Is that... Everything. Yeah, that's everything for the spy one. Okay, so Haunted. Haunted is probably the weakest episode since Stage Fright, except for two things. Topher's birthday diagnostic and the concept that a person could use the dollhouse technology to imprint themselves onto someone else after they have died, conceivably living forever. I loved that idea. Yeah, it was very. And I kept, I kept wanting to like it so much, but it kept not letting me. Yeah, fully like it. It. It's a great concept, but it seemed to just, uh, just. What a weird. Didn't go well. What a terrible. I'm sorry, but it, it was a terrible situation to have her in like mm -hmm. they could have made so many more interesting they could have made this story of someone getting imprinted back to solve her own murder in just such a much more interesting situation right why did they have to go with this high society and horses and terribly acted snobby family and, yes it ugh. it almost reminded me of like just a bad like a clue or yes yes or i don't know yeah they didn't have to go like high society i kind of i guess because the person had to be rich enough to be able to do this to do this and to be friends with adele you know but yeah i they don't know could have, could have done something else yeah the they concept, could have figured something else out could have, yeah and this would have been awesome yeah. And there were times in the episode where I'd get this renewed want to like it again. <laughs> and then <laughs> it <let me> down. <laughs> well, yeah, the son just seemed a little cartoony to me. The he brother. Did. Yeah, there was way too much you know that classic we've got to throw you off so we're going to make this person act yes like they shouldn't act right which happened in buffy way too much and yeah. angel 
let's make them act out of character because you need to be thrown off and think it's them. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, the son, although it's one of those arguments where you can forgive him a little bit, the actual actor, because for half of it, he was acting. Not half True. of it, just that one scene, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. He's pretending to be chummy with his mom. Yeah. Mm. Then you can go, well, it was a guy trying to act. So there's that. There's that excuse for that actor. (laughs) (laughs) But it was more than that one scene, though. It was. (laughs) He was bad. (laughs) He was bad. (laughs) Um. Harold says, I like the argument between Adele and Boyd when he says that life everlasting is the ultimate quest. She says Margaret got a one-time deal, but I tend to think that their super wealthy clients would be lining up for the service at any price. How do you keep a lid on something like this? Yeah. it For being such a secret, the dollhouse, a lot of people seem to know about it. <laughs> Well, they have to have people know about it because they have to. Yeah, they have clients. clients. Which like, we can get into it later, but I feel like they're hinting more than hinting that just this little thing that we've been mostly seeing is funding bigger things. Right. Like this is where they get the funding. So people have to know about it. And it's like, you know, the son knew, Oh, I'm a client. It's like, if is there are there really things like that in real life where all the rich people know about it and it's just like a rumor to everybody else it's it's a weird concept because to me it's like i'd have a hard time believing that something like this exists just because rich people like to have their picture taken and be in the newspaper and stuff. They like attention. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Maybe. And what's the other problem? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm sure there are, like, secret poker games and stuff. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But something like this? Mm, I don't think so. Well, I... There was, like, a what was it, Madison, the wealthy prostitution ring or something? What was that called? Oh, yeah. That one chick? Yeah, blew the lid off of. Yeah. It's been too many years. I know. I know. I can picture her face. Is Madison right? Uh, Started with an M, I think. Mm. Yeah. There's our four people listening. Are <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was just so uninteresting to me. I think. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> but I remember that was like early 90s, maybe. Um, yeah. There's that magic castle in L.A. I would love to go to. That seems to be kind of a secret. You have to be invited. I don't know what that is. You have to be a member and then you can only be a guest if a member invites you. Magic castle? What mm-hmm. happens in this magic castle? Magic shows. 
<laughs> like, done by like what's his bucket um the guy from how i met your mother what's his name dookie dookie how is it what yeah are you serious yeah neil patrick harris neil patrick has harris. like a magic castle that he does magic the shows? magic castle's been around for a long time he's a member and he you oh can he's go, a member you can go see him do magic shows there and other, it, like, stand-up comedy and stuff. Is it called the Magic Castle? I believe so. Google it. I think I might. <laughs> All right. So they're only, but that's the only not people the... that go to this are, like, celebrities? Yeah, but the difference is, is that people know about this. But it's just you can't get it's in. It's very exclusive. Kind of like, what is it, Club 33 at Disneyland? Mm. Or like Prince's parties, may he right. rest in peace. Yes. You know, people know about him, but very or, exclusive to get what in. What was it, like Puff Daddy, his all white parties? <laughs> <laughs> white, I mean clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear about those? Like, oh. you throw a party and you had the only... All the guests had to wear all white. <laughs> Jeez. I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> hey, okay, what? Okay. I don't even know where we're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were talking about, like... Um, the dollhouse. Yeah. How everyone knew about it. But how... how it, okay, here was my big thing. Someone like Agent Ballard, it seems like the easiest thing in the world to pose as a wealthy person and find out from some other random wealthy person how to how to hire someone from the dollhouse. Right. Right? <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> so get, that's a little... Get yourself little invited to some big fundraiser thing you know or something where you're going to be hobnobbing with all the wealthy people mm -hmm. and yeah well yeah it would seem pretty easy so yeah that's it just seems like if you want to find out about the dollhouse it, with all these people as clients you should be able to find out about the dollhouse right I don't know. What do I know? Maybe not. Maybe nothing. But I mean, Harold's point of like super wealthy clients lining up for the service to have like the everlasting life. I mean, that it was a one time deal. So I don't think that's a service they would like advertise that they can do i think it was just this woman's idea like hey i have a feeling i'll be murdered someday <laughs> <laughs> so, okay because <laughs> my nanny when i was three tried to feed me glass right. so therefore i'm gonna be murdered everyone's gonna want to murder me that's a weird thing to think um okay um, a theme in both episodes was that it is a lonely existence working for the dollhouse. 
Dewitt has to book an active for her romantic needs. Topher has to make a friend. And Dr. Saunders never leaves the building. No? I don't know when any of them leave the building, except for Dewitt, I guess. When in the world would Topher be able to leave? Yeah. I suppose there's not always someone. It just seems like he's very busy. Yeah, maybe that's and why. He's like the only one that can do a lot of what they do. Right. That's, maybe he complained and that's why they brought Ivy in to be his assistant so that he can have a day off. Uh, apparently all she does is get him juice boxes. Yep. <laughs> and be the foil for the <laughs> who was the spy. <laughs> Um, he says, I think it is one of the weaknesses of Haunted that after all this world building, DeWitt suddenly has an old friend with whom she is, Timmy. Yeah. Well, she had, it's okay to me. She had to have had a friend at some point. Like, when she was talking to Victor Roger, um about how she used to be able to, she was doing stem cell stuff. Was right. that for the same company, the dollhouse people? I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. She was working on stem cells, and she's like, that's when I could talk to people about my job. And, you know, that's probably right. when she could have friends. And so now someone like this lady was an old friend, so I can, I can buy that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, I think the Topher story is peak Topher. While he may be brilliant, he is socially inept and quite childish. Best of all, it was he had another showcase for the Daichin who plays Sierra. Yeah, she was great as his friend. I had so many feelings about the Topher thing. Mm -hmm. My first time, I was very on guard and like oh he's doing this too gross you know i didn't i didn't know they were just gonna be besties <laughs> you know i thought there'd be sex involved and so i was annoyed and mad mm. but did you ever think that mm, no they just they seem too too good of friends for that yeah i guess so because it was pretty childish friends, you know. It was. It was, again, very sad, but uh, kind of um, sweet. It's very sweet. And then he has to do it. He just does it once he year for his birthday. birthday. <laughs> sad. <laughs> it was really sad. <laughs> so, yeah, the second time around, I was, I was less on guard and just, aw. That's it's kind of sad. Yep. Sad in a couple, you know, two meanings of sad. But yeah, he, uh, you know, a lot of people like that. They're too brilliant for their own good. So they're socially very awkward. Right. And that's like their dream is to just have this buddy they can just totally nerd out with. Yep. Yep. Very interesting. Definitely, I thought it was the best part of that. In- most interesting. No, I like the story. It just yeah. Upon play out, that was that was done great. 
I was always happy when it switched over to Topher and Sierra. Because, <laughs> yeah, I was I was done with these high-class people. <laughs> <laughs> playing, playing one of those murder mystery stories. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the weak part was the murder mystery and the family. I didn't care much for any of them. It might have helped if they had done a better job of establishing Margaret at the beginning or in an earlier episode and gave her some stylistic <laughs> tics that we could recognize when Eliza played her. That would have been great. That would have been awesome. <laughs> that because is so we, true. We and I wondered if... saw her alive for like 30 seconds on a horse. Yeah. And I, it made me wonder if there were, that was longer and Eliza just failed at playing her so they were like let's just cut out her parts <laughs> you have no idea what she was like <laughs> it it had possibilities it had very strong possibilities but yes. yeah that would have been great that would have been great like when norman is norma you know it they just he nails it Yes. And you're like, he is being Vera Farmiga, and it's amazing. Yes, exactly. This? We had no idea, because we didn't know Margaret. And I suspected she wasn't acting much like her. (laughs) 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 Um, Beyond that, Margaret's reactions to her own death and funeral were not believable, nor did it make sense how her family took in Julie... And had all those intimate conversations with her, and no one <laughs> reacted to her odd, age-inappropriate advice. That's so weird. I know. <laughs> no one had never laid eyes on her, and suddenly she's like staying at the house with the family during the death time, and like during like will readings. <laughs> uh, who are you again? <laughs> I mean, they all said something like, oh, yeah, mom mentioned you a couple times. Well, that's not enough to bring her into, like, this intimate stuff. You know? Did she, like, set it up with her family? I didn't catch that. Yeah, she told, I think it was when she and Adele were having lunch or something, like, after she, Echo became her, they were, like, having lunch or something in Adele's office. and. Hmm. She told Adele that she had been talking about her friend Julie to the family once in a while and to her husband and wrote her into the will and, you know. She was, like, staying in the house. I know, I know. That's (laughs) just, yeah. During the time when you're, like, uh, yeah. And I have, yes, and Harold, I have some notes about the funeral. (laughs) (laughs) And the non-believability. Yeah. Yeah, and Margaret's reaction to her own death was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) I told you it would happen. All I ever thought about. Yeah. Um, he says, I hate to say it, but this is one of those examples where Tatiana Mislani would have done a much better job in this role. She would have pulled off a reserved older woman of privilege in a way that Eliza didn't. Word. Yeah. She totally would have nailed that. But do you think... 
was she trying to not act like Margaret, though, just so they wouldn't suspect it was her? But why in the world would they suspect it was her? We could be generous and say that. Yeah, but the son picked up on it. I don't know. I don't know. It was bad. Um, not until he had kissed her. Oh, man. <laughs> After he had kissed her. That was pretty funny, actually. I know. Her gagging. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, he says, I didn't freeze frame all of November's identities when they briefly showed up on the FBI computer. Were they active roles or were one or more of them her actual identity? I suppose the ID wipe explains why Caroline didn't get a hit when they did a search for her in previous episodes. Yeah, that was weird. And I tried to actually, I did take a screenshot of the very first one, Mm -hmm. but the rest, they just, they don't give you any ability to screenshot or. Right. They went so fast and not only fast, but if you did, if you were able to screenshot on one, it was blurry. There was just no way. Hmm. Was there a mugshot among them? I thought I saw... All of them were. All of them were. Okay, so they weren't fake identities. They were all mugshots, right? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. But when he said identities, I was like, wait, were they... Were they driver's licenses then? Okay. Let me go to... I got... I don't know if I got two or just one, but... Oh, maybe they weren't... I pictured her holding, like, the mugshotty thing. The but, numbers, yeah. That's what I thought I saw. The one I got, I guess not. Oh, okay. Okay, so they, it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense for me. Oh, weird. I don't even know what it is. Just Annabeth S. Did we get her name in? No. Is Annabeth, like, that's not a name we heard and needs? I don't think... I don't remember that. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I, I don't think any of them... On, I can post this on the Facebook page, my one screenshot, but... Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to me, at least. Did any of them know their real names in, our, in Needs? I thought they just kind of had memories. Hmm. I don't remember a name coming up. I don't think so. But we, Katie, what was that? What's Katie? Her daughter. Okay. The dead daughter. So she knew her daughter's name. Yeah. It didn't have her last name. It just said beloved Katie. Mm. Um, I don't know. Confused. Yeah. I'm sure we'll learn more. Yeah. Um, I did IMDB searches on the family in Haunted. The one name I knew was uh, Rhea Seahorn, the daughter, who is currently on Better Call Saul. Yeah, it took me a second. I was like, I know this actress and I really like her. I was like, what do I know her from? And then I, think the I second... have them DVR'd. I forget to watch that show. <laughs> yeah, the second scene too. Then I was like, it's Better Call Saul. She's great. <laughs> she is so great in Better Call Saul. I love oh, yeah? her. I love her. Yeah. Um. She had a recurring role on Whitney and did 11 episodes of Franklin and Bash, among others. I haven't even heard of those I episodes. Heard of what are you? Either. That's mumbo jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even heard of those. <laughs> um, like, 
German shows. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about, Harold? <laughs> Those shows don't exist. <laughs> um, let's see. The Sun was played by Jordan Bridges, who plays Frank Rizzoli Jr. on <sighs> Rizzoli and it's got to oh, be so Isles. That's two shows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's be. one show. Yeah. Yeah, Isles. So it's got to be Isles. Okay. Rizzoli and Isles. Why was I like, is Liz? (laughs) (laughs) I guess I haven't seen the word aisles in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Is Liz? (laughs) It's been a weird week. (laughs) (laughs) He appeared in seven episodes of Dawson's Creek as Oliver Churchick. I could... Dawson's Creek, that sounds about right. <laughs> and that's my favorite show to make fun of. I've never seen a second of. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I knock on it so much, and I swear I've never seen a second of it. I haven't either. Um, the drug brother was played by Greg Henry, who was who has been on a lot of shows. Most recently is Brigham Young in Hell on Wheels. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know no old Brigham made it on Hell on Wheels. What is Hell on Wheels? It's I've seen the first season. It's like post um Civil War and them building the railroad in the West. And the main guy plays like the like the foreman or something. It's good. Cam and I really like the first season. We just haven't watched beyond that yet. <laughs> and Brigham Young is a character? I guess old Brigham makes it. Maybe for a few episodes or something. Yeah, I think it's on, like, it's an AMC show, I think. I think it's on, like, season four now or something. Maybe even five. I'm sure they have them with about 25 wives. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um... He was also in Chicago Med, The Killing, Hung, Gilmore Girls, and one episode of Firefly, The Train Job. Um. Firefly is like the first show that's been mentioned that I've seen. (laughs) I've seen The Killing. And Hell on Wheels. And one season of Hell on Wheels. Brig wasn't in the episode of Hell on Wheels. I, I call him Brig. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't in season one. <laughs> Stu and Brigham Young, they tight. <laughs> He's tight, me and Brig. <laughs> the husband was played by Ian Anthony Dale, who was in the recent version of Hawaii Five O, Murder of the First. Nope and nope. But he nope. looked familiar to me. I mean, at first I thought it was um, the guy that played Superman in that one Superman show. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Kent? Lois and Kent, I think it was called or something. I never watched it, but. Sounds like a show. <laughs> um. Well, that explains why none of the people in the family made me go, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Only the daughter did, because better call Saul. Um, 
at first when I was like, okay, I know this actress, and I was like, and I really like her, and I was starting like I was my mind was doing the you know look at this, look at this, look at this. <laughs> for some yeah. reason, like Kate from Angel popped in my head, and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Toss that one out. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kind of panicked. I wait, is it Kate? But I like this actress, and I didn't like oh, it. Oh, I have fuzzy good feelings. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's someone I like. <laughs> um, okay, coming up next. Two very strong and exciting episodes as we approach the close of season one. Ooh. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Harold. Thanks, Harold. Boy, that took us a while. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've talked about the entire show. <laughs> yep. Let's read. read these last few and wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I, I read it. Nettie's? Yeah. Uh, she um, is catching up a little bit on 7, 8, 9, and 10. So she says for Echoes, I like this episode because it gives us a bit of a backstory for people, though I find Caroline less compelling. I do want to learn more about Victor and Sierra. Yeah. Yeah, I find Caroline super compelling, but I find Echo super compelling. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Echo's more compelling than Caroline. Yeah. Uh, needs. This was an interesting attempt. It makes you think that this isn't something other dollhouses do with their actives. What is it about this dollhouse that makes their actives retain something from their imprints? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought of that. I haven't yeah. thought about what problems the other dollhouses are having. Yeah, It does seem like an anomaly, but it is weird that it's all of them. It is, yeah, because I would say if it was just Echo, then they just picked the wrong candidate, you know. Maybe the other dollhouses are better at picking actives, you know. Yeah, but we've also got Victor problems. and Right, right, but it is more than just Echo having the problem, so I don't know. I just realized, I just remembered one of the reasons why... Um, Dominic being the spy was confusing to me. It, I was trying to lump the spy in as the same person who was, um, like making the dolls talk to Ballard, and that is untrue, right? Yeah, I don't think he's the one that's sending the messages because he's trying. <laughs> To keep, he was sent there so that they don't get exposed. Okay, that I I just put together. I knew, I knew it when I was watching. I forgot when we were talking about it why I was part of the reason I was confused about Dominic. Mm-hmm. It's because I just when Topher found the chip. and knew there was a spy, I just instantly thought they were talking about the person that was um, making the dolls talk to Dominic. Right, right. Talk to Paul, you mean? Yes. 
talk to Ballard. Yeah. No, I I agree. I I thought that at first. I thought it until we found out it was Dominic that was the spy. And when he explained he was sent from the NSA to make it so that their technology can't get out, then I was like, well, then no way is he the one sending those messages to. Someone else is doing the messages. Because if you're trying to keep something a secret, why would you be blabbing it to an FBI agent? You know? Yes. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense that he would be the same one doing the messages. It doesn't, I guess. When I'm all wrapped up into who that is, it was weird to bring another spy situation. It was. It was. Because. To light. Yes, exactly. But, eh, fine. Whatever. I got it now. <laughs> you got <laughs> a handle on it? <laughs> I do. It just caused a momentary blip. Oh, I agree. I agree. It kind of did with me, too. And then I kind of worked it out in my head. Okay. Um... I don't know. Is there something about this particular dollhouse then that's making them? I wonder, I guess when reading Nutty's thing, I was wondering if say it's Dr. Saunders who's my guess on who the spy is. Right. And always has been. I think everyone knows that. Same. Wondering if she is doing something to maybe do something to the to make them a little less uh that would make sense that this one's know. different this one's different because there is someone working in the dollhouse trying to expose it or trying to yeah so it's well, got to be someone who has access to the dolls yeah, I, although I wonder if Dr. Saunders is too easy of a guess. That's, I know, that's the thing. It's like, she's such an easy guess, and this is a Joss Whedon show, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it could be Topher. It could be DeWitt. Yeah, it could. I, for as much as what she was doing was, like, just kind of sad and pathetic and eh, Mm-hmm. It did give me a lot more insight into her character and gave her, made her a little more human and right, totally to someone that I'd be a little more open to being, you know, before I was like, nope, there's no way she's going to be part of the like Scooby gang that tries to like exposed dollhouse and whatever right you know, she was always going to stay kind of the bad guy same but that's changing yeah and these episodes did it i agree <clears throat> okay um a spy in the house of love things continue to ramp up in the show and the episode answers a lot of questions much like, why is Dominic such a jerk? But more importantly, who is Ms. Lonely Hearts? I am betting you weren't expecting that. Uh, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, haunted. You guessed it, a ghost story. Well, sort of. I like the idea of someone saving themselves in case they pass away. It's kind of a neat concept. It's so sad that Topher has to build himself a friend, but it's cute and it doesn't excuse the thing he does. <laughs> 
Uh, yep. It is sad and cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the FBI thing is... Oh, and and the FBI thing is building. Right? No. Yep. Yeah. Does she mean the Ballard stuff? Yeah. <clears throat> it's building and... I mean, his coworker, that lady that he had, like, run the fingerprint thing, you know, when it got wiped away as soon as it came up on the computer, you know, he's like, do you believe me now or something? She's like, I do now or something. So he kind of has someone. He's now got a ally. An ally. Exactly. She says, as for your order, I am liking it. I think that a lot of the episodes you like, I like, and it's so much fun hearing your thoughts on it. I wish I had something to listen to when the show was on, but there just wasn't anything in depth where we'd pick apart things like this then. So, I yeah, I don't think Dollhouse has many podcasts, and certainly not while it was running, I suppose. Probably not. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, you got one now. <laughs> Too little, too late for Nutty. Yep. <laughs> maybe someone else can discover it <laughs> if it ever gets a name. <laughs> Even if it does get a name, it's not going to be called Dollhouse. <laughs> so, good luck finding it. <laughs> 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 if you do find it anytime 10 years from now drop us a line we'll keep this we'll keep this gmail account we'll keep open. This going and we'd love to just hear that you actually searched and found this for dollhouse <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> and we want to hear from you <laughs> yes <laughs> future listener <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, Zuchis. Yeah, thanks. Um, our next one's from Iggy. And she says, Hello, Sue and M. For my last email, I found out the guy at the end of True Believer who hits Echo was Dominic, who got fired for being an NSA agent. I thought it was Alpha at first, but when Dominic was apologizing to Echo in the Echo's episode, it turned out to be him. That's who I thought she was. Yeah, I think we did... I think we did mention that that's who that that's who she meant. Yep. Um. So here's my feedback. Hopefully, it isn't as confusing as my last one. (laughs) (laughs) We did have trouble with that, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) For a few of her things, yep. Um. So it looks like Caroline has been inactive for two years. I have a theory that she was a drug addict, or she became part of the Rasa Mind Altering Program at her college to infiltrate the program, and since she couldn't be controlled by the program, they sent her to the dollhouse. Interesting theory. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, I, I don't know about the drug. I don't know. She didn't seem like a drug addict when we met her. So yeah. it would have had to be, like, I don't know, I guess we don't have much of a time frame. Yeah, I think she found out some secret information or something and this is how they're dealing with it. 
Yeah. Me too. It's just too much of a coincidence that it was Rossum's lab she broke into, and now Rossum runs the dollhouse, you know. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. got to have something to it's do with that. It's got to have something to do with that. Um, I think Langdon likes being Echo's handler. He may even be proud of her because she is unpredictable. She isn't such a doll like everyone else. Yeah, I I can't stop getting Gilesy vibes. I know. Genuine affection and feeling of uh, not as fatherly as Giles, but protective or protective. Yeah. yeah. Genuine affection and I guess it's kind of fatherly, but right. But not in the Gilesy way. No, but maybe first season-ish Giles. You know, Giles had... He became the father figure. Yeah, and pretty early on, but way more so in season seven than season one. Yeah, true. And I could see this getting to be, you know... It's, it's the same sort of role. It really is. This person that's, you know, handler-watcher, they're kind of... Very similar kind of beans. Mm-hmm. I think, I would guess, there is genuine affection for her, like as much as he could have at this point. <clears throat> and I think he, she is the unpredictable one. And I think he likes being the handler for that because I think he knows he can do a better job than anyone else. Yes, and he seems fairly skeptical about what they're doing and kind of uneasy about it. And, right. And uh, I think that makes him want to protect her even more. I think so, yeah. Um, she says, hilarious, everyone is affected by the memory potion. Funniest episode yet. Yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah. Oh, I lied. I want to add one more Gilesy. Oh, shoot. I've forgotten it now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was gone when I started. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I got it. <laughs> and it's sort of ironic. <clears throat> the difference is she can't look at him as a father figure. Like, it's almost a one-sided relationship. There is that kind of hint of I trust you. I don't know why. Right. But, you know, with Buffy, she was an actual <clears throat> real being with memories and things. Right, right. So it, it is a little different. It's a little different that way. Cause, yeah, because, like, Echo's memory is gone. She can't retain. Yeah. Which gives it a little difference, and almost she needs it more than Buffy, sort of. Right, right. Someone's got to watch out for her, because she doesn't even know what's happening to her. Exactly. Anyway, okay. Um, episode 8. I think this was the best episode telling each doll's backstory. Saunders' plan was good. This isn't my favorite episode, but most informative than, say, Man on the Street. Yeah, it was fun getting all that backstories. Which one's eight? Uh, oh, needs. I guess it needs. Okay. Yep. Um, the secret messages are cool. My guess before watching the next episode was Saunders or Langdon. Um, episode nine. 
I really enjoy these episodes. The spy action stories are fun and have good action shots. Sierra has by far been my favorite active next to Echo. I like that they use her for these kind of stories. Yeah, I like I like Sierra. Yeah, she's she's a good active. But I I do like uh, Victor a lot, too. Mm-hmm. But maybe... I don't know. It's a toss-up between Sierra and Victor. They both do an excellent job. I mean, it's kind of a toss-up with who's acting better, too. And they're both very good. So far, I have found what they do with Sierra more interesting than Victor. Well, sure. I think the acting is really good on both parts, but just Sierra's roles have been more interesting to me than Victor's. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. Um, She says, ha ha ha, Adele is Lonely Hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Now I believe she is the mole. If you notice, the handlers who are holding down Dominic when he was being erased, isn't one of them the molester dude, Hearn? No, because he was killed. Melly yeah, killed he, him. Yeah, Melly killed him, but it could have definitely been... When they go up to the attic, they're not killed, for sure. I don't think so. Huh? Yeah, because she says, I thought they kill people when they go to the attic. I just spoiled myself right now by looking up this guy's name on IMDb. I now know that Alpha... Who Alpha is when I scroll down. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if, indeed, all they do is a mind erase and the people remain at the dollhouse. That's kind of what I'm guessing is like the people in the attic are just permanently mind wiped. Yeah. Well, they're going to pull out Dominic when the NSA needs him. Right. Right. Is that effectively, they effectively turned him into a doll, right? Because they have all of his stuff that they can just download and make him do stuff now. Right. But it seems like they really... Um, I mean, his mind wipe seemed a lot more intense than what they do with the others. So I don't know. I'm not sure because it or was seems it just because like, he was resisting it so much? No, it just it seems like the first one is a big deal. Is a big it? one. Didn't mm-hmm. we see Sierra's first one and it was like a huge deal? And um, was it? What's I, her name? Like witnessed it? Echo. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And she was really disturbed by it, and Topher's like, it's not always that bad, or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So I think the first one, where they actually take out all of your stuff, is a huge deal. It's a big deal. Very painful. And then when they're just taking out what they gave you for your job, it's not as bad. Not a huge deal. Although it is painful. They just forget. Um, she says, I was kind of sad that Langdon isn't Echo's handler anymore. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed. I mean, I'm glad he's still on the show and has a position still, but. I think there's going to be more I think to there's, that. Yeah, there's going to be, be more. kind of like when Giles was fired. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, she says, now on to episode 10. Sincerely, resident B&B guest in the cider room, Iggy. Thanks, Iggy. Sorry you spoiled yourself. 
now I'm more more than ever no not to get on IMDb. Yes. I already knew that, but good reminder. <laughs> well, and I don't know. Is she is Alpha someone that we're gonna recognize then? Because she says now I know who Alpha is. Why well, I don't know. I, I can't. There's no way it's one of the. No, I mean, like, is it an actor that we're going to recognize or something? Uh, I guess so. Well, I don't know. Because if it was just known, if it was, I don't know, if I just saw, like, some actor I didn't know who played Alpha, I'd be like, I wouldn't consider that spoiling me because I don't know who that is, you know? True. (laughs) Maybe it's Joss Whedon. (laughs) 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 That would make you go, oh, now I know who Alpha is. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't laugh he did play what's his name Lauren's cousin Lawrence's cousin <laughs> in the dance of rejoice or whatever the dance of he did a few dances yes <laughs> gosh it feels like forever since I watched those none of those names are coming to me I know I know his name and then I know I know his dances <laughs> I want to say the dance of joy, but I'm not yeah. sure that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Iggy. We'll move on to Raymond. He says, A Spy in the House of Love. So we finally solved the mystery of Miss Lonely Hearts. I remember being very surprised by that reveal when I first watched. Yes, it is very surprising. Yep. <laughs> Even when Netflix spoils it. (laughs) The fact that Adele has to hire out Victor to play her perfect guy because her life is so empty ends up making me feel pretty bad for her. The more we get to know Adele and the more human she becomes, the more I genuinely feel for her despite the fact that she is running the dollhouse. Yeah, I suppose I'm with him. That's Mm -hmm. basically what I said a few minutes ago. She seems to truly believe that what the dollhouse is doing is a good thing. She believes that they help people and that they are even helping the actives as they get to forget bad things from their past. And when their five years are up, that they get a lot of money and are free. Yeah. I don't know how much she believes it or she has talked herself into rationalizing. Like, to believe. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not so convinced there. Uh, the mystery of who the mole ended up being very entertaining as well. Sierra's spy work was badass and pretty fun to watch. And I loved how Echo ended up catching Dominic. Yes, that was awesome. Dominic has been sent to the attic. Do you guys think we will ever see him again? Yep, for sure. But before he got caught, Dominic was able to get Paul one last message programmed into Melly. So huh. Dominic was the one sending the messages? What? No, that doesn't make that any doesn't sense. That doesn't make sense. But Ray's watched all this, so he knows. Hmm. I'm confused now. I'm confused. <sighs> but Harold's feedback seemed to say... It- it's not Dominic sending the messages. Raymond, are you playing us? <laughs> Raymond? He's trying to throw us off. Maybe. 
It just doesn't make sense that or maybe you Harold be... is. We can't trust any of you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I should talk. I flat out lied to Stu. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> During Buffy. That's just weird to me if it is. If it's him, I don't Unless... get one bit why he would have done that. Unless he doesn't want the government to get their hands on this. Double agent spy? Double agent type thing. <sighs> See, only way it would make sense to me that Dominic's the one also sending the messages. Is that he's been with the dollhouse for a couple of years now and is going, no way. If the government gets their hands on this technology, we're all screwed, you know? So that's a possibility to me. I, I I don't know what's going on now. <laughs> My world is upside down. <laughs> well, well just... anyway, well, let's just pocket that. Let's just pocket that for now. <laughs> okay, it says, now how will Paul use this info to his advantage? I have no idea. Mm -mm. And he's really having a hard time keeping his game face. He is. I don't really blame him, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I have no guess on Paul and his next move. I don't either. All right. Haunted. Even though this one is far less serialized than the last four episodes have been, and it's kind of a return to the imprint of the week format. For whatever reason, I actually kind of like this one. I don't know why, but this mystery actually kept my attention, and I like how it played out. I just find the thought of being able to see and hear what your loved ones really thought of you after you died to be interesting. And it goes to show that the way you view yourself isn't always how the rest of the world views you. Yeah, that was interesting, although... The way she viewed herself just seemed so far from everyone else. I just thought mm -hmm. a lady like that would know that she's like that. Yeah, and she'd kind of be like that on purpose. And it sounded like she was. Right. But then this dead lady must have like gone through such an epiphany at death that she's totally changed. But I don't know. It didn't. It was too much. She needed to be more like she used to be that they described to me. Or she had a giant epiphany, but she didn't seem like it. She didn't mm -mm. play it that way. It's confusing. And yeah, Raymond, I really tried to like it. I wanted to like it so much. You have no idea how much I wanted to like it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I just thought it was just a grand idea. But um, Also, Paul sleeps with Melly even though he knows she's a doll. Why does that make me think way less of Paul? I don't know why it does. Because I think he had no other choice. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel less. It made me feel really bad for him. It made me feel sorry for him. It sucks. Mm -hmm. That that just was quite a quite a situation he was in. 
and I think it was the last thing he wanted to do, but I really, if he didn't, it, he just can't attract any suspicion. Yeah. He had to, he had to like go undercover. Yeah. His life is on the line, but I don't, yeah, I didn't think he liked it one bit and he had angry sex. Mm hmm. She didn't like that very much. (laughs) (laughs) Not every time. (laughs) She said that like in the same sentence twice. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Yeah. They programmed her to be quite passive aggressive. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I've already pointed that out before I even knew she was programmed. (laughs) Um. Is it weird that knowing that Adele was hiring out Victor made me like her more and feel more sympathy for her? But when Paul hooks up with a girl that he knows is a doll, that I find it creepy. I know it's a double standard, but I just can't help but feel that way. It gave me more sympathy for her. For, yeah, whatever reason. Just because it was sad. It was sad, but it was gross and creepy, too. It was definitely gross and creepy, but I wasn't I wasn't creeped out by Paul sleeping Not with even one Melly because he just had no choice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You can work that out with yourself, Raymond. <laughs> I'm not going to make any judgments on you. <laughs> also, the Topher story is a fun side story, but I kind of find it weird that Ivy seems to be all of the things that Topher programmed into Sierra. Me. That's true. I didn't even think of that. She is nerdy and knows about science, but yet Topher treats Ivy like his assistant. Yeah. Also, Deechin, did we decide that's how to pronounce that? Yep. <clears throat> we could be terribly wrong, but that's <laughs> what we're going with. No one's corrected us. Also, Deechin is so good at the American accent. I don't think she ever slips into her native Australian. She's Australian. Oh, wow. That I can tell. Yeah, she's great. Especially in that role. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. (laughs) He makes a really good point about Ivy, though. That's the perfect person for Topher to become friends with because it's someone he could talk about work to. Yeah, but he he does not. Well, that's just another way to show that he's just totally inept. Yeah, true. <clears throat> he treats her kind of very like he's above her. Right. Just kind of a little bit condescending with the juice boxes and whatever. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting point. Thanks, Raymond. Is uh, just ends there. <laughs> His email. Okay. All right. Thank you for the imprints, everybody. Okay. Let's move on to the apps. All righty. Let's do it. Spy on the house of love. Yeah. So, you know, I guess we should have expected seeing Elijah Dushku in a dominatrix outfit at some point. Just because they can. <laughs> and I know. Because of ratings. 
<laughs> I was like, please don't let this be the whole episode. In her dominatrix. When I saw it, I briefly thought, this could possibly be the one that was like, eh, there's one of them that's... <laughs> Takes a little step backer. Takes a step back, yeah. However, Harold kind of warned us. <laughs> but as I got more into it, I thought, nope, this isn't the bad one. It must be haunted. And then I was like, yep. <clears throat> um, yeah, then I have, yay, Miss Lonely Heart. Sounds like Em and I get our wish that she is older. Because I kept calling her an old bag. So, no one knows that it's Adele. Not even the handler, right? Yeah, that's where I was confused. I thought they did. Not till the very end. So uh, When they were saying, see, the thing is, I had a different experience. Because I got spoiled. Oh, that's right. And so that's when right. Tolfer said stuff like old bag, I thought, well, that's pretty rude. He doesn't think much of Adele, does he? <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably because of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so they must pay this old lady or something, so the handler thinks that it's that old lady that's Miss Lonely Hearts. Victor brings her flowers and then borrows her car. Wait, what? So she's Say that again? So like he goes to an actual old lady's house, and you think that's Mrs. Miss Lonely Hearts, right? And that's that's. And he brings her flowers, and then he borrows her car. Okay, I was really confused. The second time, when he came out to the van, was he the Lonely Hearts guy at that point? When so. he ran into Echo as Dominatrix Lady, uh huh, uh huh. But he didn't have. Did he have an a the accent? I think so. Oh. Uh huh. I don't know. The second time I got confused, and for whatever reason, I must have been distracted by my kids. I missed. I forgotten about how he actually goes to a lady's, and that's why I was so like, oh, I was wrong. So why is he in bed with? <laughs> with Adele that's that was shot yeah so, so yeah they got me for a minute and I totally missed that tonight that part anyway okay so yeah and the first time I watched it when I saw that and was confused I didn't know that they didn't know who it was so interesting what does he think's going on? Was that explained? That's what I was wondering. Is like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. Why Roger? Does this, yeah. Why does Roger go to this lady's house, give her flowers, and then borrow, and then immediately walk out and borrow her car? I'd like more to that story, but I can't believe we get more. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. So. Fine. Anyone that knows the show better than us, if you want to <laughs> chime in with your theories there, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> um, or you could just tell us to shh. 
Yeah. You can tell us to employ the shush and we will. What's your next note? <laughs> um, okay, so my next note is Ekyo figured out that Topher makes people different by watching Sierra get juiced just now. Um, you know, when she comes yeah, up with the I idea get, to yeah. help him, is it because of just that one brief glimpse of watching Sierra get out of the chair different? I've got to think she's witnessed it more than once. And, and is retaining that info. And is retaining it. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's all right. Um... I've just got a spy in the dollhouse. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote, because it's not surprising since someone inside is sending the message to Ballard. But why are they stealing the imprints? And I was like, Alpha? <laughs> stealing the imprints. Well, because Topher knows there's a spy because he finds that little chip in the chair. Right. And he must have ran the chip or something because he knew it was the imprints. And that's when he's like, someone is stealing my imprints, which makes it dangerous because they can do these imprints, but then add more. Like, that's when he's like, you know, cheerleader assassin. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm lost there. So I was like, is Alpha stealing? Is Alpha somehow <laughs> getting in? <laughs> Maybe. And I, it was a cool idea to me because I was like, if somehow Alpha's doing this, person or something. Oh, you cut yeah. out what? Well, I, I liked my idea of Alpha being the spy. Uh-huh. Like, I thought, not him, obviously, but someone working for him or something, and him, that it's Alpha stealing the imprints, because I was like, maybe he hates the dollhouse so much he's going to somehow imprint them all with a way to take over the dollhouse, or I don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. But that didn't happen. And he can't even apparently be the guy that's or girl that is making the actives do that. Right. I thought imprinting Sierra with I don't know, was it CIA stuff mm -hmm. or something? Was pretty something. genius. And I was like, that's pretty convenient. You can just take one of your actives and imprint it with the stuff to like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's just the actives are super convenient, and that is something we learned many times in these two episodes. <laughs> and it's something that would just be really, really scary if I got into, like, the government's hands. <laughs> oh, man. You know? Yep. I like Tover saying, did I just lose an argument to a doll? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Do you have another note? Not about this stuff. 
I'm I'm now to Ballard and I'm on Ballard now. Oh, okay. So I wrote down part of her message that said the dollhouse deals in fantasy, but that is not their purpose. You must find out their purpose. Right. So I thought that would be something for us to discuss. <laughs> what we think their purpose is. And I personally, I feel like haunted gives us the biggest clue that makes the most sense to me that maybe their purpose is extending human life, making it so you can Mm -hmm. download your mind, pick out your reincarnated body for your next life. And take it over. That's diabolical enough. That's pretty diabolical, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, I kind of, you know, the fact that they deal in fantasy, but that's not their purpose. I feel like that's their funding. And I kind of touched on that earlier. Right. What else could it be? More heavily, you know, maybe more government-y scariness yeah but it's a it's a not drug company that right. does it so right. what would their motives be what would they want like the everlasting life is a good one what else would a purpose be Well, there's... Because if it was government-run, I'd be like, army, assassins, uh, you know. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not. It's not government. I wonder if um, those little fetuses and Adele mentioning stem cells, if that's some sort of clony thing where they could clone your body and then download your mind also and then download your memories and experiences into a younger version of you for eternal life. I'm going back to the eternal life thing. Maybe it doesn't have to be just like, Ooh, I'm going to choose this girl's body, you know, Eliza Sierra to be, you know, and I'm going to buy them off forever and live out my life now in this body. I don't know. Haunted. I was just thinking could have a little more, weight than we think because it's like a little foreshadowy yeah because it's just right after this you must find out their purpose right but who who is trying to stop that and wants Ballard to find the purpose out so much why what is that about I don't know I mean, could it have something to do with, like, like, experimenting on them? That they're kind of lab rats? Yeah. Maybe. Does that, would that make sense in any way? It could, I guess, seeing how these imprints do. I don't know. I don't know. All right, well. Yeah. 
That's my guess right now. Is a lot to do with what they did in Haunted. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I can be on board with that. I just have, um, Ballard sure didn't listen when Millie told him to drop the case. <laughs> she goes back and he's got the, the strings going on. <laughs> he's all crazy. <laughs> that is actually, Ballard, the opposite. <laughs> the opposite of what she asked you to do. <laughs> That's and I have part of the story where you're getting real crazy into it. <laughs> yes. Get the strings in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have Melly like showers. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that? Well, because she was all into the co-ed showers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, the neat, and then, like, she wants to take a shower with him. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't. That's funny. I did not think back to the like the college shower thing. That's hilarious. Um, and then I just I have I'm so glad he knows she's an active man. This makes their relationship way more interesting. <laughs> so interesting. Yep. I really, really, really feel for him. That, I do too. That That's just a, really is a bad position to be in. Totally. It's one of those like, yeah, just pretty oh. helpless. Because he probably feels really shitty sleeping with her. Oh yeah, I really believe he does, and very turned off. Yeah, exactly. She's not who he thought she was and he I think he gets the moral implication of it also right but he's yes. really in a bad position yeah he really can't not sleep with her for her safety I think it's for everybody's safety not just that she'd kill him I think it it could be bad for her you think yeah well, I don't know. It would. It, how much of a mind trip would that be to have the person that you're into and sleeping with know that they've been like programmed to? They're a ro essentially a robot almost. You but know? she doesn't know. Yeah. For you to know that, though, that's... For you, you to know, yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's really creepy. I do. Like, if I suddenly found out that, like... Yeah, Cam was actually just, like, some robot that someone designed for me. <laughs> that, oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine. That's just no. weird. Ooh. And then... Cam would turn on you and kill you. Yeah, and then to know that if, if they suspect it all, she's programmed that if she if you suspect it all, that she's a doll. Oh, that's, or an actor. that's horror movie stuff. It totally is. It's it's like black mirror goodness. <laughs> yeah. 
Damn you, Joss. It's like an episode of Black Mirror that Joss... Totally. Yeah, it is like an episode of Black Mirror. Pretty cool stuff. Oh, while we're talking about Agent Ballard, and my rant last week about feeling like Ballard's obsession with Caroline wasn't earned or whatever in the show. Ray on the Facebook Mm -hmm. page talked about he talked about his obsession and how he says that if I go back and see that there might be some hints that he is actually obsessed with Caroline. Here's What's always been my point and where I still have a problem with. That's all fine and good. I don't care if he actually is or not. My actual problem and that is not earned is like from Melly's point of view. Mm-hmm. That's most of my problem. All she'd see is like a picture of her and she gets all jealous and insecure about it. No matter what's going on on his head, I just don't see her being able to... The show is not earning that everyone is catching on to this. Right. And that's most of my problem. Anyway, so I I just don't see how if I went back and checked everything that, you know... Mm-hmm. he's not showing hints of it. All he's had is wanting to find the dollhouse and like Melly seeing a picture of her. And so from other people's point of view, it just doesn't work to me uh-uh. to be that jealous about it. Right. Well, and I know the scene that Ray's talking about and, you know, again, it doesn't work for me either because you get the idea he has been obsessed with the dollhouse for a long time. Enough that his coworkers give him a lot of crap about it, you know. Yeah. It and this like is something... the first time he's gotten a picture of someone. It, it would be like if you are absolutely convinced that there's aliens mm-hmm. and then someone sends you a picture of an alien. Wouldn't you look at that a lot, you know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you could actually put a face to one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to me, that's what happened to him is he's just like, I've got this face. I, She's one of them. I, I don't think it's like I'm in love with her, you know? Right. I think it's more like she is proof. Here's my proof. Here's, And so he's studying her because he just wants to – I think he's fascinated by it. That yeah, and that – right, you know? To me, that is how the show is playing it. And if they're trying to play it that he's obsessed and everyone is catching on to that, that he's obsessed with Caroline, like, romantically, yeah. I'm not seeing it. I Maybe in between the seasons, I'll go back and try and maybe look for it. But I'm still I don't not know. convinced. To me, the obsession's the dollhouse, not Caroline. Yeah, me too. She's just his window in, you know, his door in. And as I've said, I'm not the most astute observer of all shows I watch. So <laughs> right. I'm willing to say 
that maybe very astute people catch it and I don't, but I'm at least average astute. <laughs> sure. And I'm here to say that it's it's not computing. It's me. not clear. No, it's not. So it's okay. it's possible if I went back and watched the series a few times, I could see it, or I could like um something your mind does is when you know all this you know like spike all that and giles those two characters when they first appear on screen if you take all the baggage you know about them you can see a bunch of stuff about them but your first time observers like yeah right yes exactly <laughs> i mean maybe he and caroline end up together in the end right and which is fine if that happens. Right, fine. and that's kind of and, my point, is like maybe if you know all that, you've kind of forgotten what it's like the first time. The first time, right, exactly. Because that's so in your head, you know, how Spike is and how Giles ends up. It's just all so in your head that it's hard to go back to the first time watching. Yeah, it's hard to watch it through first-time viewer eyes. Anyway, just thought I'd bring that up while we were talking about Ballard. And another funny thing on the Facebook page was, did you see Harold's comment about your predictions? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got to pull that up because it's funny because you totally predicted Haunted and then went, nah, it couldn't be that. <laughs> I know. I was joking. I was like, ooh, haunted. So they imprint someone that's a ghost. <laughs> and I was like, nope. <laughs> Which is almost exactly what I did with <laughs> with, with Melly. Melly. <laughs> well, and it's funny because if I hadn't have, like, tossed that prediction aside so quickly, if you and I kind of ran with that idea, we may... We may have come kind of close, like maybe. Well, I think we would have come close if we had more information on where they get these imprint stuff from. Yeah, we were just so questioning that, and now it's it is getting clearer that it's, it's getting a little bit clearer that this that Margaret lady volunteered to have it done. And it yeah. sounds like it was more than one session and it was a little painful and so. Yeah, and that was one of my notes is that there was a confusing time where she didn't know that her brother came to see her the day before. And I'm like, but it's her talking. I was like, <laughs> that's so I am show. so confused about that. But I think I figured it out. It's oh. they talked about her having her last session like a week ago. And so I think all that her little imprint knows is from her last imprint session. So anything oh, that happened okay. after the last time she went into the dollhouse, she has no knowledge of. That makes sense. Cause I was like, this does not make sense. How does she not know? She answered the door and talked to her brother. <laughs> I seriously was like, did the writers forget? It's her. <laughs> I was so mad. I shushed it. I almost said shush out loud when I was watching it. Cause I was like, this does not make any sense, but that makes perfect I totally sense. Worked it out. The way you worked it out. That makes perfect sense. That's what happened. Okay. So 
Harold said. I loved I loved how Sue guessed based on the titles one of these episodes perfectly, and the other, she said exactly what it actually turned out to be, but then she said, no, it couldn't be that. <laughs> <laughs> so I've totally forgotten what your prediction was, that you, you got Spy in the House of Love perfectly? I didn't think I did, did I? Sounds like it based on, I, now I need to hear your predictions again. I'd have to hear it again, too, because I don't remember. I thought we were talking more like Miss Lonely Hearts was the house of love. Like, we had a feeling we'd see her. I don't think I... Did I predict a spy within the dollhouse? Maybe. Now that you say it that way, you may have. May Maybe I did. Oh, how funny. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thanks. I'm totally going to watch that again or listen to that part of the podcast again. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, back to the episode. Yeah. I'm going, ha ha, Miss Lonely Hearts. And I'm like, wait, why is he leaving? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got no way it's Adele. <laughs> This is wrong on so many levels. <laughs> I I had a laugh that the ocean when they're in the on the balcony mm-hmm. with the ocean behind them, the waves aren't moving at all. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> It's like freeze. Once you notice it, you cannot not notice. <laughs> it was like freeze frame waves, and then they had it just like the whole thing moving. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's pretty funny. But it it was a pretty good fencing fight, I thought. Yeah, I've got fencing. Do it has some strange fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> And I went, this is just gross and wrong. <laughs> and then I have, oh, she's crying because she knows how very gross and wrong this is. <laughs> I was just like creeped out by it. Well, he got all philosophical. I know. Yes. He just, I think he went too far. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, not in a bad way for us because it's like, good. She needs to know that what she's doing is gross. It's gross. I mean, it's... <sighs> He just innocently, I would make you the perfect, you're the perfect. Yeah. If I could design a woman, it would be you. And she's like, ew. <laughs> Dover went a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's just creepy in that, like, boss sleeping with his employee or her employee type creepy. Yeah. And but yet a little bit beyond because she's like imprinting him to be like the perfect boyfriend for her, and that that is just sad and pathetic and gross and wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of things. (laughs) I found it interesting that um, both her and Topher's little imprinted people both Uh knew about the dollhouse and kind of ironic that they 
they both spoke about, you know, Sierra talked about sleepers and kind of messing with them. And I thought, oh, (laughs) please don't. (laughs) I was so (laughs) glad that they didn't because I was afraid they were going to. Well, it was more like, you know, you just you kind of have like a little moment with both of them as they were talking. You're like, you're one of those people. I know. You're kind of talking about in that callous way. I know. It's icky. Both of you. What would you do if you knew that you, you, you talking right now, them. you're one of them. I know. I did this to you. It's such a weird concept. And the person you're talking to designed you to be who you are. That's just weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I have a quote from Boyd, we're pimps and killers in a (laughs) philanthropic way. (laughs) Was that Topher? I think it was to Adele. Is this after they discovered Dominic and he's made head of security? Um... Yes. Yeah, and I've got... So does this make Dominic a good guy? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And I've got, so he's a spy, but that doesn't mean he's the one sending the messages. It would be very Joss Whedon-y, I suppose, to make the person you thought was the bad guy and do the good guy and give you weird feelings about that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it could be. He could be like double crossing the NSA. And sending the messages himself. I don't know. That kind of blows my brain a little bit if he was a double agent. I just, I need to, like, shush all that until I know more. I'm at that point where I'm like, ah! (laughs) I'm more like a double-crosser, not not like a double-agent. Double-agent to me means that someone hired him to send the messages. If he's the one sending the messages, then he's double-crossing the NSA, because they sent him there to protect the dollhouse and keep the secret secret. But if he's the one sending the messages, then he's like, this is bad. I can't let the government get their hands on this. They're going to, you know, ruin mankind or something. I guess I thought double crossing and double agent were interchangeable, except if you're an agent, you're an agent. But that's... I think a double agent is like hired by two different. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm confused about who's sending Me the too. <laughs> That's why I, just learning that new info from Ray, I'm just, I have to now just shut it all down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Emily, sleep now. <laughs> I'll just wait till I get more information. Now I just don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. The way last knows. Did the witch just get shot? <laughs> she just casually gets shot. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. 
very casual, and then just a little <laughs> stitch up. I don't know, that was weird. <laughs> that was like a five-minute conversation with someone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would not be me. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't even get any anesthesia. anesthesia. <laughs> just... Yeah, just stitch that up. It was just a bullet. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> bullet in my side. I know. I mean, Stitch it, it up. kind of makes her badass. Yeah. I don't know about this DeWitt. She's she's becoming more and more interesting to me. Definitely <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Didn't expect it to go this way. I guarantee that. Yeah. Yeah, I liked I liked that one. Yeah, it was good. We got some interesting things we learned more about DeWitt. Yeah, definitely. She's Miss Lonely Heart. She's... I don't know. We learned about Dominic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Dominic stuff. Again, well, that... I just need to shut that down. But Yeah. The... The whole making Sierra like a CIA operative was cool. And then Topher making Echo. That was cool. Yeah. And giving her like Sherlocky qualities, which yes. is, and let's see, it was the Sherlocky qualities and the ability to read body language. Body language. That was Dominic's downfall. Yep. Yep, I was pretty excited when Topher said and they added a little Sherlock. Yeah. But yeah, that that was super cool. That she was thinking she was bested by Sierra and didn't just go, Aw shucks and then shut it all down. She was like, eh. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, and all the like techie stuff with Sierra was pretty cool. Like her taking a picture of the real agent's eye and like it turns into a contact so she can get it in. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. And the invisible files. I like stuff like that. Me too. It's kind of fun. That was neat. Yeah. So, yeah, I like this one. Haunted? Yep. My first note is, no way. Does this count? Is Echo a ghost? (laughs) (laughs) I actually just wrote a little note that Topher does a spazzy little thing after telling Boyd that he gets to be twice as no fun. (laughs) That would really make me laugh. (laughs) It was just a little acting maneuver that was very Topher-y, but it was just, like, really spazzy for a second. It was funny. Uh, I I didn't notice. It was just something only I noticed, I think. But if you go back and watch it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's funny. That's what I'm just talking about. (laughs) Just, it was just a spazzy little gesture. 
Mas... I have is Topher sending the messages. Is that why he wants an active? Ah. <laughs> uh. Because he seemed pretty desperate to get one, you know. And, I was and like, it was it. Ooh. It acted almost like ooh, I get I get to do this because boy doesn't know what's going on. Right. It's like I couldn't have done this with Dominic, so I'm gonna pull this thing on him. Just oh yeah, just sign this off. You don't know what you're doing yeah. yet, so I'm gonna get away with this. And so when I saw, that's how I looked at it. So when I saw, I think that's what made me more suspicious that this thing with Sierra was gonna be gross. Oh, gotcha. That he was gonna take a opportunity to. Yeah, do I'm a glad. pull so on Adele. <laughs> yeah, so glad they didn't go there. Well, the fact that they didn't makes me think that Telfer's going to be more of a good guy than I might have suspected a few episodes ago. You know, I've gone through a period where I thought Telfer's yeah. just going to be bad the whole time. He's just... Right. So, the fact that they didn't go there tells me that he's he's going to be a good guy. Yeah. He's going to be someone we're going to... I think so. I'm still on board with it. I haven't waffled too much on that. Yeah, he still is pretty callous and... Just... Almost no conscience Very unconsciously about that, what they're doing to these girls. He, it it, it oh, looks totally. like he's never given it a thought... That what they're doing is just too sciencey. Yeah, you know he doesn't have that humanity in him. Yeah, well, in one of these episodes, I can't remember which one it is. You know, he said, "I'm I'm doing science that my graduate professors never even dreamed existed." You know. Yes. So I think that's the appeal for him. I think he just. Which, when you look at it that way, that's your evil geniuses, you know, it's almost like the trio. But right. more Warren-ish than Andrew right. Right. or Jonathan who ended up having second thoughts. I can see... Warren just got worse and worse, and that's yeah. how I think I've been kind of looking at him. No, I'm not so sure. I have a feeling that he's going to regain his humanity. I think something's going to happen that even he's going to be like, mm, this doesn't feel right. Or I'm not convinced it would even be a regain. It, he could just be one of those people that have never, you know, just has always looked at academics and science and has never had the experience to be humane. And right. I think now that he might, something may happen that makes him figure that side of life out. And want to stop his, this. His heart will grow three times. Yes, exactly. He's going to grinch it. Going <laughs> to get all grinchy on us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally seeing that now. It's been a road. It's been a uh-huh. interesting road for me with old Topher. <laughs> and I'm sure it's not done. We have, oh, we have our first clue on how they get the imprint stuff. Margaret had it done to herself. She volunteered. Yep. Just a little clue. I don't think that's how they get it all, but I think there's still more to it. 
I think Margaret was only able to do that because she's friends with Adele. Yeah, and then we saw Dominic. We just saw them pull everything out of him, and we saw, like, a motherboard-looking thing. This is Dominic, you know. That was last episode. I think we know, one thing we know for sure is that these people have to be alive. There's no way to get, so all of the stuff. I'm on board with that, too. That they have to work with, all these little things, they've pulled them from live beings. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing, no, wait a minute. It doesn't wipe you. I was thinking. There's a way they can pull you out and wipe you, and then there's a way they can do it and not affect you at all. We know that, too. Yes. From Haunted and Dominic. Right. Dominic got the total wipe, and... Well, they, like, took all the stuff from him and then wiped him. Okay, yeah. Margaret, they just took the stuff from her. They didn't wipe her. No wipey. No wipey. <laughs> Margaret, no wipey. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, tells me that, again, it could be one of those experimental kinds of things that they're like, come here and we're just, it'll be a little painful, but we'll compensate you. (laughs) We'll pay a 40 bucks. Right. Yep. Then they get all these special skills. And I wonder if they need to write it all down or if, I guess... You know, I wonder when Topher is like, okay, I need someone, you know, mm-hmm. take any of our people. I need someone that can do this, that knows this, that has this sort of personality. I'm going to pull this part of her personality. It's probably just a big database, like like central casting database. <laughs> right. Like, we need someone who's six four four, dark hair, can play a, this, you know. Okay, so now I'm going to go back to Man on the Street. He, the Patton Oswalt guy, he just had someone that seemed like his wife. They never... Oh, we already discussed We, had we this... wondered if she, since they were kind of poor, if she ever did that. If she did that and get if... a little money. And he just hap- they just happened to have that. Right, right. Cause and we... that's how he knew about it. Which makes sense. Because she really did seem like his wife. <coughs> but I guess everyone thinks they're the girlfriend or whatever. Right. So they can still do that without it being the actual person. Well, yeah, that was our question with Patton Oswalt. Like, was that actually his wife's imprint in her? Or did they just, were they able to get really, really close to what she was like, you know? Yeah. By taking personality traits from different women. Which wouldn't affect her, but it would seem to affect him a little bit in his believability of right. who she was. But it could have been they got really close, you know, and good enough. But then you wonder if it was his actual wife. Why wouldn't he have her all the time? No. my Well, yeah, you can wonder that, too. <laughs> my wonder was how bad was it then that he actually slept with her? They're still using oh. someone else's body. It's still someone else's body, though. It's still bad. It's still bad. Is it any better? <laughs> A little bit, because he's got the mind connection with her. Yeah. But it's still someone else's body. 
that doesn't know that's happening to her. Yeah. You know, so. Nope, still bad. Still bad. Still bad. Although they did sign consent. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get that anymore. <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> we don't even need to. I, I don't think the man on the street deal is ever going to come. I don't think I don't think any of these will be answered for us. I don't think so. Okay. It would be awesome if it did come back, though. Awesome, yes. For so sure. don't IMDb Patton Oswald and see how many episodes. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next note is, is Topher wearing a Boba Fett hoodie? It's totally Boba Fett. Hmm. That's Star Wars thing. I actually know that because Matt had a, I only know who, well, I know Boba Fett. But before I knew Boba Fett because of Cam's action figure, I knew it because Matt had a cardboard cutout of him when he was pretty young. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like in his room. And I was like, who is that? It's Boba Fett from Star Wars. And I'm like, I have no recollection of who this is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Very small part. Lasting impression on every boy who saw Star Wars. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. Huh. I just don't know. All right. I mean, he was Jabba the Hutt's bounty hunter. Well, I just figured he didn't have a small part, even though I didn't it's remember. It's not a big was. part. It's not a big part. Hmm. But for some reason, it's a. He doesn't look super cool to me. I think that's part of it, though. I think that I think they do like his look and stuff. Whatevs. I'm not going to pretend to know why people like Star Wars so much. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to get into that. (laughs) Okay, so the funeral. Mm -hmm. All right. Seriously, this is my was my big beef here. Um, I don't I don't care how carefree and vapid a person you are. And seriously, this Margaret lady didn't seem very vapid or or anything. She really played a pretty down to earth sounding person. Mm-hmm. A little of what we get from the family tells us differently. Anyway, you would have a major visceral reaction seeing yourself lying dead in a coffin. No doubt, right? There's no way that would be just half-interested glance-worthy and then just start talking to your friend about other stuff, which is exactly what she did. Yes, I totally thought the same thing. You would be... Okay, at the it very would freak, least, freak you out. At the very least, you would be so morbidly curious to walk up there and just study yourself. Heck yeah, you would. How did they do my look at how weird I look? I know. You look weird. You do. No one looks totally the same. Like no one looks like they're just sleeping when they're embalmed in a coffin. Nope. Yeah, I, I, there is not enough shushing in the world for me to buy her reaction, <laughs> <laughs> which was a half glance, 
from half away from the room and then to sit down and just start talking about, ooh, look, my brother's here. Right. Oh, there's my stable people. No way. Uh-uh. Nope, I agree. And they actually could have done some fun stuff with that. Having her try and kind of cover up her ap- actual, you know, like, crazy reaction to seeing herself lying dead. They could have done stuff with that. They could have. I mean, the I, the idea of the behind Haunted is good enough that it could have been like a two-parter with a way more interesting story. Yeah. You know, to bring in things like that. Like, how would you react to seeing yourself dead? You know, and yeah, like having more people speak at your funeral instead of you just pointing out the whole time who people are. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know it. Because, yeah, the concept is I love the concept like you do. It just wasn't. Just wasn't done well, Mm-mm. and it's disappointing. But it that is. happens. That happens. That happened to me with a few Buffy episodes. Like I love the idea of this, but it fell flat. You know? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. It's too bad. Yeah. I I picture in those times like Joss Whedon coming up with like a grand idea and then being like make it happen and then like leaving the room and then they're all like okay right (laughs) and then he sees and he's like damn it (laughs) (laughs) too late (laughs) (laughs) oh well make it anyway (laughs) yep I have Tover imprinted a friend that's sad (laughs) 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 and then I have I hope they go a little Batesy and her son hits on her. Now, <laughs> 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 yes, <laughs> they did. Although, if it was Batesy, he wouldn't have cared that it was mom. <laughs> I know, <laughs> a little Batesy, <laughs> full on Close your ears, Daniel. <laughs> but. She would have had the same reaction, but he would have been different. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you, <laughs> Daniel's our one shipper of Norman. Norman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daniel. <laughs> we love Daniel. He spices up the podcast. <laughs> 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 he, he's, you know, there's there's a f- fair number of people that ship those two, like, seriously, but mm-hmm. there's more of us that don't, because <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> it's gross. It's a mother's son. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, I wrote down the quote, this is a new personal worst for me, but I have no... I- oh, I... We're at the same scene, aren't we? Because yeah, I found oh, that... that's what the kid says after yeah. Gets, yeah, after she rejects him by like gagging a lot. 
that was that actor's best line and delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because that was pretty funny. Because that would be, you know, looking at him from his point of view, hitting on this pretty girl. <laughs> she not only rejects you, but she's like trying not to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> she is full out gagging. <laughs> you know, well, you do the one at the very, right after the kiss. Right. You know, maybe he caught her when she was feeling sick, but then she's fine for a minute. And then he mentions, he mentions it again. And she's like, this is, you could, it was very, um, unmistakable that the idea of being with him made her gag the Mm -hmm. second time. And that was hilarious. And he's like, well, this is a new personal for me. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Yeah. But not redeemable. (laughs) But at the end of the day, (laughs) it didn't carry him. Nope. But you get some bravos and kudos for that. Yeah, I don't have much more. I just have. I really don't either, because I was doing like dunglees for Eleanor at this point. <laughs> so I, I did not have my pen out. Yeah, I just have Better Call Saul. I knew I liked that actress. And then, whoa, Millie was a criminal. See, I thought they were mugshots, but I guess they were IDs. Some of them really look like mugshots. Like I know, toe up mugshots. Yeah, exactly. Where she's like, mm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're about. <laughs> Like a bad DUI and crack, yes. you know? <laughs> yes. You did it, Nick, Nick Nolte, it did not catch me at my best. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean... Some of them could have been IDs, or I guess we know they were IDs, but that could still be a criminal past of her having fake IDs. Some. Not necessarily the dollhouse using her a lot in these type of sleeper, you know, I don't know. Well, where did these come from? Were they like actual FBI police files or were they like dollhouse? No, they weren't like dollhouse um, things that they happened to get their hands on for a second. Because no. he just ran her prints, right? He ran her prints in the FBI's database. He got his friend to do it, the woman. And then like as soon as it hit their com- her computer, it disappeared. Okay, here's a question. Me, who has never been arrested, I've never been fingerprinted, if the FBI ran my prints, would my, do they just, they don't have like a database of like everybody. I mean, I guess some fringe conspiracy theorists might think that, but. No. They don't, they, my, I wouldn't be pulled up. Correct. I don't if think the so. FBI ran me. I've never been fingerprinted, never been arrested. If you've never been fingerprinted, if you've never voluntarily had yourself fingerprinted. Never you know. worked for a government agency where they might fingerprint me and have me on a file. Right. Nothing like that. If then, he ran my prints, 
I wouldn't come up. No. Okay. Uh-uh. So what did she do in all all of these? How long has she been a doll? That's true, because... Do you think she signed up for more than five years? Maybe. Maybe. She was just like, take me forever. I don't ever want to... I don't want to... This was her way of, like, committing suicide, almost? It's possible, because they, they did not show dates on her daughter's tombstone. That's interesting. That could be a big clue that... Yeah. Although... She doesn't look that old. I mean, these these people still age, I imagine. Sure. I mean, she looks... What would you put her at? Mid-20s? Mid... She could go as high as 30. As 30? Yeah, she could at least... You know, 30. maybe she had the baby when she was 16, 15. Maybe she's been in there for 15 years. Yeah, maybe. You know, I don't know. But... But you're right about the fingerprints. She's been fingerprinted if she's in the FBI's fingerprint database. Or just the national database. For and are, are we just... It's confusing to me that... And this is probably something we should be thinking about. That they disappeared. If the dollhouse had a way to disappear them, you'd think they would have done it already. So is it why if they have the ability to erase them from the database, why wouldn't they just do that? Maybe they want. I don't know. Maybe they have a way of knowing that it was looked up. Oh, and they want that. Although and they want that, you know. Hmm. So you are thinking that it was the dollhouse. Whatever, whoever's behind the dollhouse was able to erase those. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the spy or some spy. Whoever no, the spy is I, could be working for the FBI. Because it would probably, I don't know much about like hacking and viruses mm-hmm. and stuff, but it could be that they got some hacker guy to be able to make it so if this name is ever searched or this fingerprint is ever searched... They could know whose computer did it. Whose computer did it. So by that rationale, have it do we race as quickly as possible type thing. Do you think in the next episode she's going to be found dead because it was her computer? Uh, maybe. Or they're going to... Yeah, maybe. Who those doing this? Dollhouse people? Or FBI? I think it's dollhouse people. Hmm. Like tracking who's looking up these people? Sure, okay. It's got to be dollhouse people because the FBI, Ballard's the only one that thinks it's even real. Weird, though, that they would let them be looked up in the first place and take the chance of people I know, even glancing I know. it. I know. I know. It's confused. It's weird. Me too. I'm confused. <laughs> we need a expert on. <laughs> Why are we doing this alone? <laughs> Two newbies without a paddle. <laughs> I think it's I think it's fun. It is fun. Because <laughs> if we had an expert on, they'd be like, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Believe me. I've been the newbie with an expert. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> you ask questions and you get maybe. 
Mm-hmm. So it doesn't help. <laughs> the only time you help me along is if I focus too hard on something and sometimes you'd say, Drop I'm it. okay telling you, you don't need to think about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what would be fun is if... <laughs> After we go through this, we go through the episodes and do like a commentary and like stop ourselves. You don't need to talk about this episode. <laughs> that might be kind of fun. <laughs> Remember when you thought this? <laughs> like just commentary listening to us. <laughs> It'd be so confusing about past Emily and Sue and present Emily and Sue. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Some beefs I had was doing the misdirections. Yeah. With the husband. I still was very confused about him chasing around with the shovel and getting so mad about the horses and acting so mad about his inheritance. Yeah. It was a little too much. Too misdirection-y. Yep. Sacrificing the little you built your characters up to be, sacrificing that just for the pay of yeah. threat. Yeah. And it it's even worse the second time you watch. As it always is, because it's like, well, it doesn't work at all. <laughs> nope. I shows agree. Need, I respect shows a lot more when they really are so careful about that and make it work both ways. Yes. But I also know that is one of the most difficult things to do, so I'm I'm okay with forgiving it when I can. This one I forgive a little bit, but not a lot. Because it doesn't deserve a ton. The the scenes at the mansion and stuff are just disappointing. I agree. I agree. There was not a lot that was interesting there. No, and just way too shushy that this girl that no one's met is allowed to just be there. Yeah, that was hard to... And everyone opened up to her. Yep. And the way she, the way she acted. Well, everyone opening up to her, especially when she was a very closed woman. You know, so that they couldn't open up to. But it's the same woman, just in a different body, you know? Like, yeah, kind of like what I was saying. It was like, it's possible to have made that work if we would have seen like some major grand epiphany Epiphany, of her going from life to death and I mean you just on a certain level you can just you can give her a little bit of that Mm -hmm. because now she's on the other side and you're going to have a little bit of a difference there in your mind but they didn't do it at all 
Yeah. They just, she just adjusted like that. Adele's like, I hate to have to tell you this, but you're dead. And then the next thing, they're just drinking tea. This body is great. <laughs> Good job, Adele. I know. I, You know, all that could have just been cut out or done better. It, yeah, I agree. Whatevs. I all all is said and done. I didn't hate it. Like I said, I spent the first watch wanting to like it and re refocusing sometimes and being like, okay, this is a great concept. Right. I'm gonna like this. Right. Uh... <laughs> Why don't I like it? <laughs> <laughs> But the other stuff was good, so yeah. it's not a total loss. Not it's, a total loss. It's, it's better than stage fright. <laughs> yeah, we should get into like how we rank them. All right. Fine with uh, me. Okay, so let's rank um, Spy in the House of Love. Is this a Google Doc that you can share with me? Because we're getting to the point where I'm going to be like, wanting a visual <laughs> oh no but I can I'll make it a google doc it you know it's only been a few episodes to where I can visualize it in my head but now we're getting too hard you'll have to walk it you know right walk me through where we have everything and I know a little bit of where we have everything but it'll be it'd be handy for me to be able to see a visual representation of our list no, you're right. You're right. I should have thought of that and done it that way. Um, I just sent an attached file of the spreadsheet of the rankings. Oh, okay. Is it in? Is it Google file or is it just like in the? It's just an Excel Google. attachment in the Gmail. Uh, in the Gmail account. Okay. Oh, there it is. Cool. Ah. This is the first time I've seen one of Sue's spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> I color code them. <laughs> I've heard a lot about it. I've heard you talk about your spreadsheets and things. This is my first one I've literally seen. <laughs> it is very spreadsheety. <laughs> <laughs> Very organized. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Spreadsheets are my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Okay. So the spy in the house of love. My first thought is between echoes and gray hour. That is exactly what my first thought was too. Awesome. <laughs> like not as good as echoes, but better than gray hour. Yeah. Okay, so it'll now take spot number four. Okay. So then um, Haunted. This one's harder. It is. Were... <sighs> I feel like there was more stuff I liked like the good 
was better than the good in Target Ghost and Stage Fright. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the bad was possibly worse. So I guess the question is, do we... Do we award? Do we reward it for the good or demote it for the bad more? Does that make sense? It's mm-hmm. getting late. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I because it's gonna go either between Target and Ghost or Ghost and Stage Fright. Mm, yeah, I agree. Okay, so is it better than the Target? So I would say yes. I would say yes, that it's better than the target. Okay. I, you know what? I'm okay with that. Because like I said, the good stuff was pretty good. More interesting. Yeah. Right. And the, the, you know, the Adele. Wait, no, this isn't the Lonely Hearts one. <laughs> no. The good stuff was Topher and his friend. Mm-hmm. And the actual concept, the execution. The actual concept, gotcha. Bad. But concept gets some points for me still, even though it was executed badly. I still can't drop giving it some props for the concept. Yeah, and having Melly be even a little bit more mysterious is interesting. That was the other part that was good. That's, there was some good, you know, even very though very interesting things about Ballard and Melly. So Target, basically, the most interesting thing about Target is that we find out that Alpha's still alive, right? Yeah, which is pretty paley. Um, and is that the one where we see little scenes from, like? What Alpha did? The flashbacks of the carnage? Yeah, I think so. I'd still put it above Target, though. Me too. So Ghost is the one with the... um... Well, I think if we put it above Target, we've definitely put it above Ghost and Sage, right? So I think we have our answer. It's between True Believer and Target, right? Yes, yes, you're right. I think if you wanted to do this, you should have started at stage fright <laughs> and said, is it better than stage fright? I think you're right. Then, I think you're right. Is it better yeah. than ghost? Since you started at the target, I it, it can't, even though I found True Believer to be fairly lackluster, there was enough good and the bad wasn't as bad as this weird story. Okay, so True Believer, then Haunted, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the target. Ghost and Sage, right? And Stage then Ghost right and Sage, right? Gets to stay in its bottom spot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even the one next to Stage right. I like Haunted in between True Believer and Target. I think that's that yeah. that works for me. I would I would rather award the good 
Same. And put it up a little higher. Yep. I'm with you. Okay. I think that's fair. I like it. Phew. Another one done. <clears throat> another one done, yes. Ranked. And I feel good about it. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. And I like Spy in the House of Love in between Echoes and Grey Hour. I think that works. Yeah. Me, too. Like I said, I think we knew that there was a chasm between Echoes and Grey Hour. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's pretty hard to get above Echoes, but Grey Hour is pretty... F- yeah, there's a good there's a good amount of space for some episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's well, there's one. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then our last thing is just predictions. Right. Okay. So we've got So episode 11 is called Briar Rose. I I get like a southern for some reason, like a southern bell. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, I can only think of Sleeping Beauty. Wasn't that her name? Oh, yeah, Briar Rose. Oh, that's right. Okay. Sleepers. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Someone's going to be woken by a kiss. By being raped. (laughs) Gross. That's the actual thing. <laughs> the prince rapes her while she's sleeping. She gets pregnant. Oh my gosh. And the Oh my gosh. Baby, she has the baby and it like <laughs> instead of nursing on her, it it bites her finger and that's what wakes her up. <laughs> it's like really bad. <laughs> the actual fairy tale of sleeping beauty is so rapey. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere. Maybe I think it was on stuff you stuff you should know, or stuff you missed in history class or something. No, I'm pretty sure it was the stuff you should know, guys, not the history mm. girls. Well, no, I'm glad that you knew that Briar Rose was Sleeping Beauty's name because maybe. Maybe somehow Melly becomes aware that she's a sleeper doll. Mm. And. Oh, you know, that never occurred to me. That maybe she she and Paul can work together on keeping that a secret from the dollhouse that she knows. Interesting. I like it. Because Briar Rose, that's pretty specific, and that is Sleeping Beauty's name. So. Yeah. I like I'm, it too. I'm actually not certain that's her name in the actual fairy tale, and if it's. it's well, possible. in the Disney movie, it is. Okay. That's enough for us. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> it's okay. Disney. It's, it's gospel. <laughs> because we don't tell the rapey one. <laughs> It's just not good. We're not going to have some baby come out and bite her in the finger. <laughs> That's not That's funny. not what Disney is about. <laughs> what is that, Brothers Grimm? Are they the ones that wrote that? I think so. 
Um, I'm almost sure because I'm pretty. I'm. It's becoming it's more dark. clear. It's dark, and <laughs> it's becoming more clear that it was it was an actual stuff you should know about the Brothers Grimm. Oh, interesting. That's and so awesome. they talked about the actual fairy tales. Gotcha. You know, like the Snow White that she like. Was it? She has some. There's something about dancing with hot shoes or something. <laughs> that's how Snow White ends as the queen like is forced to put on oh yeah 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 hot shoes from the fire like iron hot iron shoes and dances or something yeah Some, is it the queen or is it Snow White that befalls that no I think it's the queen and I think the Snow White being woken up is pretty rapey too I don't know I'm gonna have to listen to that episode yeah. I'm gonna have to <laughs> Get a Brothers Grimm book. Read these <laughs> horror stories. <laughs> um, okay. So that's what I'm going with with Briar Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I hope that's true. Please be true this time too, Zoo. I know. <laughs> You're pretty good at this. <laughs> no, what I need to do is immediately dismiss it as like, no way. Yeah. It's the Southern Bell thing I was thinking of first. I don't know why. <laughs> I was thinking of like Briar, Briar Patch, Briar Rabbit, South. <laughs> I actually knew where you were going. <laughs> Born and raised in the Briar Patch. <laughs> um, okay. And then episode 12 is Omega. Ah, okay. So we've got, uh, we're going to meet Omega. So Omega is last. Like Well, it is in the Greek alphabet. Is is that though O? Oh. For military because we were talking military alphabet, it's not Greek. No, I think it's Oscar. Oh yeah, okay. Okay, so interesting. It could be a play on Alpha. It could be. It begins with Alpha and it ends with Omega and and um, Echo could be Omega. Because oh. they, they it's almost every episode someone will compare her that she's an Alpha waiting to happen, you know. Right, right. Right. Maybe Alpha steals her from the dollhouse. Like, kidnaps her. I've got to think that, for some reason, Omega has got to have Alpha in it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. The Alpha and the Omega. The first uh, yeah, I can't last. drop that in my head. I can't either. Especially, you know, for when you first said it, I thought, but you're right, Oscar is the military, and that's what the doll would be named up. I just thought it'd be a new doll we haven't met. Yeah, I did too, but no. No. No, it has, yeah. Because, yeah, because Omega is the last alphabet in the Greek alphabet, or the last letter. The Omega Man is basically the last man on Earth. So essentially, it's 
A to Z. Right. Not quite sure what they're going to do, but I feel good enough just saying it's going to have something to do with Alpha. (laughs) (laughs) That's our prediction. Done. Good enough. You want details? Watch it yourself. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That is not our job. (laughs) That's not our job. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I'm tired too. So if you want to send us feedback, send it to SueWatchesBuffy at gmail.com. And yeah, so we're kind of winding down season one already. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to we're going to have one more and then we're going to have just the finale. The finale. Yeah. Episode 13 will be its own episode. And then we'll jump right into season two. Sweet. So. Actually, All we're right. not. We're going to... That's right. We're going to do a Buffy comic. Do a Buffy comic. That's right. We didn't hear anyone giving us advice on the comics. I'm just going to go ahead and Google it, everybody. I, th- I, th- I think that'll be okay. I'm going to just Google what? Um, in what order do you read the Buffy comics? <laughs> That's. I'm sure there's a list out there. I'm sure there's forums and arguments and lists. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully they're not too spoilery. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully not. So. Because I don't know how, I don't know how long it's going to take us to read it. (laughs) Or actually we have the video. You know, that video isn't first. Well, that's if it's Buffy we start with. Because we're going to have to like. You know, I guess the wedding would be a good time if it's an angel comic or something to watch first. Yeah. It would be a good time to trade off as the wedding exactly. next week. That's, that's what I was thinking. So I'll get on that. Get on that. See what should read. Read it or watch it and then bring it to me at Annie's wedding. Didn't I give you half of the Buffy? Because it, it was a two discs. They gave us the disc that Elizabeth got us was a Blu-ray and a regular. Didn't I just give you the Blu-ray? Or did I just say I would? I think you just, I don't think I got it. Okay. All right. We'll get it all worked out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, then. See you next time. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right.
Yeah, I don't know what the deal is there. Well, and returning them probably wouldn't help, because if it works with everything else, it's just weird. Did I go away? No, but I can suddenly, like... Oh! Yeah. I hear you in them now. Okay. Do you hear me? Yeah. Sounds different? Yeah. It. I don't hear the background, like the air conditioner or something, whatever I could hear. Yeah, it was my air conditioner. I usually turn it off lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. I wonder if it did some sort of, like... It decided my options for me for some reason. I wonder if it did. I wonder... You did kind of recently update your Skype, didn't you? Yeah. I wonder if it set some default options. Hmm. Like the new version does some sort of weird default. Yay! We figured it out! (laughs) (laughs) It just, it kind of hit me tonight. I'm like, something's not right. Because it is only Skype. Yeah, that's what clued me in. When you said it was only Skype, I'm like, there's got to be... There's got to be something. So sweet. We figured it out. And so can I keep the air conditioning on? Do you yeah, not hear I it? can't hear it at all. Sweet. I honestly, I'm kind of at the end of my page. <laughs> I actually took my finger and tried to <laughs> scroll my notebook. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I work with someone who did that with reading an actual book. <laughs> she tried to make the... <laughs> She's going to make it bigger. <laughs> I'm actually more surprised that's the first time I've ever done. <laughs> like you know, you're reading a book, right? <laughs> I I will admit to several times trying to use my laptop as a touchscreen, but. That's oh, near as gosh. funny as trying to scroll my notebook. Cam tries to use my laptop as a touchscreen all the time. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. I just, I use my iPad so much. I use it more than my laptop for everyday mm-hmm. computer stuff that I right. think it's very natural for me to do that. But I have never done it to a non-electronic item. That was the first. And I'm actually really surprised that it was the first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to turn these pages. <laughs> <laughs> they make noise when they turn. <laughs> oh, quaint. <laughs> Durable means it's um hardy. Strong and hardy. Long lasting. Okay. Go hang out, okay? She's just come in here like six times to talk to me about stuff. (laughs) And it's not like it's just because I'm podcasting. I'm having one of those days, one of those weeks. (laughs) 
where I would be so happy if I just was alone. <laughs> gotcha. I could just be on a desert island somewhere alone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Just <laughs> kids and people in situations. I'm just over it. I get it. Right now. <laughs> yep. I know. It's summer. I think I'm getting the summer blah. Yep. Cam's like, well, now we know if it's haunted, it's not scary ghosts. <laughs> if she grew up in the house. You know? <laughs> she, you don't want her to die. She's going to be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like the ghost in Payson that my friends <laughs> lived with. Fill the sink with soapy water. Right. Bring the vacuum out into the living room. <laughs> She's like, respect the house. <laughs> Do those dishes. <laughs> I was trying to remember that story. I remembered. For some reason, I associate that with your Springville murder story. Oh. Mm -mm. Just because the mom used to vacuum naked? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) No, this story, it was friends of Brent, who I dated in Payson. Yeah. He was from Payson, and his friend and wife bought a house, and it was a house that, like, this couple had lived in their entire life, like, this old couple. Like, she died, and then he died, like, 10 years later in his like eighties, you know, and, but they had like the most immaculate lawn and he was always out doing yard work. And he was one of those cute old men that everyone who drove by, he'd wave, you know, just cute, friendly, very clean old man. And so when he died, the house went for sale. And so Brent's friends bought it as their first little house. And, we were over there once and she filled, we were going to have a barbecue. She filled the sink with hot soapy water and the sink had like a slow leak in it. Like it would slowly drain out on its own. Uh-huh. And she filled it with hot soapy water. And then like her husband called and he, he was getting off work early. So we all left to go get him and we ended up like going to the store and, we were gone for like two hours and we come back and the sink is still full of hot soapy water. The water is still hot. <laughs> like it, it normally would have leaked completely drained on its own within about half an hour or 45 minutes, but we were easily gone for two hours. And definitely would have been stone cold. Would have been cold and the soap would have been gone, but nope. It was as if she had just filled it. And we all just went, oh, man. (laughs) And there were times that they would be gone, like, to work or whatever and come home, and their vacuum would be in the middle of the living room. (laughs) creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep, the hot water one I witnessed. I never witnessed the vacuum one, but. That's funny. We were over there. We spent a lot of time over there, and yeah, 
Well, <clears throat> yep, she'd be something like that, I'm guessing. Yep. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Don't be scary. <laughs> Just buy it and let us buy the house. <laughs> And don't die in a scary way. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> like Pascal and Pet oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Cam, I was like, how I told you on a scale from one to ten, the potential of this house being haunted is about an eight. He goes, that sounds about right. He's like, what would make it a ten? And I was like, if someone was murdered in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to two points. I'll <laughs> just bump up the scale. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I'm guessing if the house is built in 1894, chances are someone has died in the house, you know? Died of natural causes. Right. There's a good chance of that. Sure. But murder is a different thing. <laughs> that makes it a 10. <laughs> 